Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles, everywhere to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you on this Wednesday, hoping everyone continues to practice social distancing and that all Eagles fans and all loved ones are safe and sound. We know that we are two weeks and one day away from the NFL draft, stationed in everybody's living room. The NFL making it official. Teams must work remotely for the 2020 NFL draft. And on the Monday prior to the draft, make sure you're with us. I will take you inside the Eagles' preparations for this draft, this most unique NFL draft. We know the Eagles have eight picks in the draft. They gave up two of their selections in 2020. I think it was worth the price to get Pro Bowl cornerback Darius Slay from the Detroit Lions, giving up a third and a fifth round pick. We know the Eagles have addressed the defense primarily throughout free agency. Is the offense next? Well, maybe we'll get a clue a little bit later in the show. Head coach Doug Peterson joins me. Part two of two, our exclusive one-on-one with the Eagles head coach. But we're going to start with the defensive side of the ball, one of the veterans we all love so much. Who will ever forget that big play in Super Bowl 52? Uh-oh. Brady gets hit. The ball is out. And Philadelphia has it. Brandon Graham was one of the guys who got in there. Brandon Graham has been with the Eagles since 2010. First round draft pick out of the University of Michigan. He has made Philadelphia his home. And we spoke last week and he told me about plans that he has, his wife and he have, to really pay back some of the frontline workers. Delivery day today. You'll hear it here, one-on-one with defensive end Brandon Graham. BG, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm hanging in there, brother. Thank you. You know, it's interesting. Don't, don't you feel you're, you know, I think about professional athletes. Like, you guys are always in charge of everything, and yet you're in this situation now where you're not in charge, right? I wonder how that makes you feel. Uh, you know what? I'm embracing it, man, because, like you say, we always usually in charge. It's all You got to adjust, you know, and right now I feel like uh, it's good quality time even during this chaos you know with the family of you really taking it serious what by you know social distancing yourself and you know really you know we getting a lot of stuff done in the household that we normally wouldn't get done um like you know bits and pieces will get done uh here and there but now we we are able to tackle some stuff that we've been uh wanting to do uh for a minute brandon does it make you i mean you're a you're a dad you're a husband this thing is very powerful, very deadly. How does that make you feel? Uh, you know what? Uh, it, it's tough right now because um, one of my dad's friends' uh, wives just passed from Corona, and my uh, one of my aunts on my dad's side uh, just passed too. So uh, when it hits, when it hits home, you know, um, that's when you really wake up and pay attention and, and really take things serious. So uh, I feel like for me, you know, I just been in the house. Uh, trying to make sure uh, I take this thing serious because, man, I, I um, you know, I'm the leader of this household, and and I don't want to, I don't want to be the one to mess my family up by doing something silly. I'm sorry to hear about your losses. Um, you have family in in Detroit. That's an area that's also getting hit pretty hard. How difficult is it to not be able to reach out and 
protect those people? Uh, you know, FaceTime and all the instant stuff right now with uh, social. I mean, with all the social media and the technology now, you know, calling people, you can see their face, you can see their reactions, all that stuff face to face. But um, I feel like, um, you know, right now we just all adjusting and and hoping that people are taking it serious because everybody got choices to make. You know, I will hope that you taking it serious or this person, you can only assume, you know, but only um, I'm, for me, I'm, I'm happy that we can at least FaceTime and call people to make sure everybody's, you know, kind of doing the right thing. Brandon, do you think about football a lot this time with, with all that's going on? Do you, do you sit around and think about, hey, the Eagles traded for Darius Slay and Javon Hargrave, that's fantastic. Do you think about that stuff? Oh, yeah. I've been, you know, I keep up with everything, you know, with all the Eagles stuff, all the, you know, just football stuff, uh, period, especially you know, trying to figure out who we're going to play against uh, this year and, you know, what, what they bringing in and what we're going to have to, you know, uh, kind of get ready for. So, uh, yes, I'm always, you know, thinking football um, because, you know, I'm always excited for the new season coming up and, and the grind. So could you tell me a little bit about what you think the Eagles have acquired here with Darius, with Javon, with Will Parks, Jatavis Brown, Nickel, Roby Coleman? I mean, the defense really got a lot of attention. I think um, you know, getting Darius Slay was really man, I've been I've been playing the video game with him um for for like what the last year or two. And so we've been, you know, talking about it like, man, how crazy would it be if the Eagles definitely, you know, traded for him? And that was during the season when all that speculation was going where he you know, he could be traded to us and so we was just always talking about it and then for it to happen, man, I just feel good because I feel like, you know, he's going to give us, you know, a lot of time uh, to get to the quarterback. And, you know, with Hargraves coming in there, he's somebody up the middle that's going to definitely plug uh, what we've been missing um, from last year. And so um, I, I love when uh, Malik coming back. You know, a lot of people going to be sleeping on Malik, and that's what I like because I know he had that chip on his shoulder. And, you know, uh, we got a couple linebackers uh, like Nate Gary and then the new guy, and then you got – um. Uh, T.J. Edwards, who I'm excited for. I think, um, you know, now I just want to see what they're going to do at the receiver spot. I'm hoping we keep, you know, all our guys, you know, because we're going to need everybody in this one. Brandon, wait a minute. You played video games with Darius Slay. Were you, like, wishful thinking there, kind of doing it to make it, to someday make it happen? Well, you know, it's crazy how we kind of got into it uh, because he started just working out at Barwis Methods, and then – uh, this was that last year was his first year uh, doing it, and so um, when, when that happened, you know, we just got to talking, and I didn't realize how much of a gamer he is, and so uh, we started getting on the game together. We started spending a little time together, and next thing you know, we started wanting to play, you know, uh, play football uh, on the same team, and hoping that it happened. And man, how crazy that um, how we went out and got him. You know, I, I really believe that, uh, you know, he's going to help us. I think that, um, you know, he's a good character guy. You don't have to worry about him. He's going to come to work every day. Um, and, you know, we're going to see. Um, every, every, we can't talk about it. we got to go out there and do it. So I think uh, I can't wait just to show when everything's over. Uh look like training camp is when we're going to be able to show everything. But uh, I can't wait to, you know, get started and get working with these boys. BG, what what have you been like around the house? What what kind of are you? Because uh, you've got so much energy. 
Uh, do you sit still? Like, what what do you like all day? Well, you know what? <laughs> I just got, uh, you know, uh, Amazon has been, you know, <laughs> a priority. You know, we just bought a, uh, bought, I just bought baby girl, baby boy, a two-seater remote control little, um, little car. And so uh, now we're going to be riding around in that, riding around the neighborhood a little bit, um, you know, in that, taking walks, um, you know, uh, being in the house. Playing uh, Jenga, uh, we've been playing all kind of, you know, uh, different board games, um, you know, little fun, uh, and then making sure baby girl do her activities that she would do in school. Uh, you know, today is a scavenger hunt outside. Um, a couple, couple of little things just off the top that I'm thinking about: uh, find a, a brown leaf, or you know, it's like like that type of thing. Find um, something a rock that looks like uh, a diamond or, or um, you know, just like a triangle shape, stuff like that. And so, um, you know, we've just been really just being creative on um, doing everything um, that we, you know, just kind of do since we, you know, just taking it one day at a time until April 30th now. Are you a big TV watcher? Do you have any suggestions for me? I I'm always looking for good shows to watch. Oh yeah, um, well you know a lot of Netflix too. I forgot about that. Uh, so we um, we just watch we watching this show called um, what is it? <sighs> well, number one, people need to watch Ozark if they haven't watched that. Uh, that's pretty good. That's really good. Agreed. Uh, and then, dang, what is this? It's the uh, oh, it's called The Stranger. The um, the show is called The Stranger. It's on um, Netflix. I think people should watch that. And then, um, you know, I watch You on uh, Netflix, Dirty Money. That's pretty good. Um, the wife be watching uh, The Crown. That's uh, that's uh, That was pretty good. Hey, I got a good one for you on Netflix. Which one? It's called, it's called The English Game. And it's about like soccer in the around London back in like the se- late 1700s. It's the very, it's actually, yeah, there's actually sports in it. I actually really like it. Oh yeah, I'm about to do that then. Okay, yeah. let me see. Uh, <laughs> English games. Yep. Yeah, I, I need that. Hey, what have you been like? I know you. I know you're always big on Novacare lunches, breakfast. Man, the food is. I mean, it's just. Amazing. It, with with that gone, are you cooking now, Brandon? Oh, right now, man. I, you know what? That's funny you say that because um, me and me and the wife was talking about, um, you know, just me getting my grilling skills up. And so this off season, um, when it gets a little warmer, um, I'm gonna start going out there and grilling, and um, you know, just just having fun with it. Um, trying to, you know, t- my grandma has a recipe that I love, and so I'm gonna try to you know, do my own thing with it after I do hers first <laughs> and, you know, start to, you know, mess around with um, uh, just grilling and doing something that I don't, I don't normally do um, or I haven't done. I usually cook, um, but now I have the wife, so she cooks. Um, I cook every now and again, but my, my thing I want it to be is uh, being on a grill. Brandon, how about staying in shape? I mean, what are you doing? What do you do for workouts? Man, you know what, man? I ain't doing nothing, man. This is coronavirus, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, 
I'm 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 definitely fortunate that I got a gym downstairs in the basement and uh me and the wife uh she has our trainer that um well we got our our program that we do and our trainer is there to watch us and hold us accountable on the, on the video chat and so um you know I think um uh, just with I'm I'm getting the I'm getting that same work I would get during the off season other than you know I'm not able to go around like have as much space you know as I normally would in the gym other than you know just I mean my gym is is cool but that's just like you know being in the gym you got a lot of open space and so um running can be challenging but I make sure that I get my cardio uh if it's on a treadmill or you know if it's just running through the workout um by the certain movement movements that I do um less rest you know uh getting their heart rate up Brandon, you're taking a very positive attitude. I'm glad to hear from you because uh, we have, I think everybody needs to approach this in a very positive way. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, man. I think that, um, you know, you only can control what you can. I think uh, right now I look at it as, um, you know, maybe it's time for us, some of us, or most of us, to take a step back and reevaluate some things that's going on in your life. And, you know, maybe you have a new plan moving forward after this coronavirus that you could think about that you wouldn't have thought about if you were still working and, you know, all this stuff never happened. So, you know, try to look at the positives and all of it and, you know, uh, try to get some stuff done now, now that it is what it is and try to, you know, make a change or, or, or change somebody's life by, you know, like, uh, what I was doing, um, me and the wife was just talking to Jim's, uh, steak and we going to send, um, like 300, 300 um, cheesesteaks to the to the uh, people at the hospitals, you know, because it's hard for them to get food in because of the, um, you know, just people not working as much and, you know, they don't have the big the big meals, bulk of meals that they could get um, uh, working them 12-hour shifts. So um, I'm, I'm, we're doing that uh, for next Wednesday, the 8th. Uh, we're going to uh, donate uh, 300 um Philly cheesesteaks, probably 150 for the first 12-hour shift and 150 for the second so that stuff won't just be sitting around. And, you know, I just feel like, you know, we're just trying to do something to, um, you know, just from the heart, you know, anything that can help. I love that. That's wonderful to hear, Brandon. Hey, I can't wait to see you back in over. That locker room's going to be a little bit different, huh? Man, it's going to be so different, man. I'm over here like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool because I know, I know for sure that whoever we bring in, we gonna you know get them up to speed. I'm excited, you know, for you know the more of the leadership role that you know is gonna be even bigger now that Malcolm's gone. Um, and you know, I'm hoping that you know somebody else you know kind of steps it up too that could be the you know be that same voice. And I, I know we got Carson, I know we got Jason, we got a lot of guys that's still there. Um, you know, and so I'm just excited to see how this thing go unfold, baby. Because you know, we the ones, we the ones in NFC East that that uh, got the same coach. Everybody else, boy, this time that they usually get during OTAs, you know, they're gonna be behind a little bit. So, um, man, I'm excited. That's why I say we we got the advantage if we if we take um, take advantage of it. Can't wait for it to start, Brandon. Stay healthy. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you so much for bringing a very positive attitude to the table today. Oh, yeah, man. And I'll um, make sure I see you when I get back. You got it, my man. Thanks, Brandon. 
And now we finish up with the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Doug Peterson, the second half of an exclusive one-on-one. Doug, what's your role in the free agency process? How involved are you? What kind of specifically do you do during that time? Yeah, as you know, Dave, we're, we're a, it's a collaborative process. I mean, uh, we involve all our coaches, myself, uh, obviously Howie, Andy Weidel, our pro, pro personnel staff, and 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 really really make it a a collaborative effort. I, th- I think the more you know uh, information that we gather on players, uh, we can make these really you know we're, I think these 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 great decisions for our football team. And and really, um, my involvement is obviously watching watching the tape. My my opinions on players, talking to coaches, uh, and and really you know visiting with Howie and 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 making these making these decisions where where. You know we can sign these these great players to our roster, and um, you know it, it's it's been this way, and, and I think it's the only way that uh, uh, you can really uh, be on the same page is to have a collaborative effort this way. Doug, why was it important to bring back Rodney McLeod and Jalen? You mentioned Hassan, Nate Sudfeld as well. Uh, why those players? What do you feel they continue to bring to the football team? Yeah, well, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we try to sign all our all our free agent players, whether they're restricted or unrestricted, we try to get them all back every year. But, you know, there's, there's a, there are a certain group of guys that, um, you know, they've been leaders on our football team. They, they've been um, a valuable part of, of what we've done. And, and, you know, uh, guys like, guys like Rodney, guys like Jalen, these guys are, they've played a lot of football games for us. And, and, and Nate, unfortunate injury last year, right at the, really at the, the onset of the season and, and, and all of that, but getting him back and, and, and kind of solidifying, solidifying the quarterback room a little bit. And um, it's, it's just important to, to keep that nucleus of guys, you know, the, and the more guys you can sign off your current roster and get them back. I, I think it's important, you know, as you move forward uh, to the new year. Doug, fans have focused, media focused on Slay and on Hargrave, but, you also brought in Will Parks. You bring in Jatavis Brown, Nickel, Roby Coleman. Certainly not the top-tier free agents, but we've seen the team have success in the past with those kinds of signings. What do those players bring to the table for the defense? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that um, defensively speaking, you know, there's so much um, – nickel defense you know throughout the nfl right now there's not a not a ton of three linebacker looks you know and and we we've played a ton of three safety looks or 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 nickel back you know with five dbs maybe three corners and and things of that nature so adding more depth adding more talent to that to that room to our roster with 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 guys like will parks who can you know fill a fill a role for us you know as as possible third safety you know in a game uh and, and then you know, Nikhil Roby Coleman, who who's who's played that nickel spot, brings brings again depth and value. We have Cravon LeBlanc, who was coming off an injury a year ago, played at the end of the season, gives us great value there. And then Jatavius Brown, I think, is just another young linebacker that that again adds that value and that that competition to that already young group. Um, and, and and all these guys too can can help us on on special teams, and, and that's another aspect of this not just their role on defense but i think obviously their role on special teams where where uh you know we can we can fill that need as well doug your offensive background obviously everybody knows about that do you you feel like okay um helping the defense 
while it doesn't directly help the offense, it certainly does play a role in making everything better. How, how do you kind of balance that, that the all the attention in free agency, most of the attention paid toward the defensive side of the ball, how does that impact the offensive side? Well, I, I think that, you know, um, obviously the two and really all three phases go hand in hand and they're all, they're all important phases to us and, and, and not, not one, one part is greater than the other. Uh, we're, we're equal uh, in that, in that regard. Doug, I do want to ask you, since we last spoke, you had uh, made an addition to the coaching staff, a familiar face comes back to Novacare, Marty Morningweg. Can you talk about his addition and what you think he brings to the offensive coaching staff? Yeah, you know, Marty Marty and I go back to our Green Bay days, obviously, where he actually coached me as a player uh, back in Green Bay. And, um, you know, obviously, I, when he was the coordinator in Philadelphia, I was the quality control coach. And so our, 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 our connection goes goes way back. And and I, I'm really excited for, for Marty. I'm excited for our offense, uh, for the coaching staff to get him back, you know, in our building. Uh, he's, he's got a great football mind. He, he, he's been around some great quarterbacks, obviously, uh, in his career. Um, and, and he's coordinated and he's been a head coach. So it, it's a great resource personally for me uh, to be able to uh, sort of sort of pick his brain, just much like I do Jim, you know, Jim Schwartz being a, a former head coach. Um, and, and I see Marty, Marty helping us on offense, being able to, you know, look at game plans and, and, and sort of I also have a young coach by the name of Press Taylor, who I made the pass game coordinator this year. And I, I think this will, this will be a great resource for him, too, as he uh, matures in his role and, and wants to become a coordinator, obviously, in the NFL. And um, this will be a great resource for him. But being able for Marty, um, you know, uh, helping us game plan, uh, looking at our opponents. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't have to coach a position, so it's it's not the the pressure of coaching that position. But I do want him to help and help in the quarterback room and and wherever he you know uh, sees sees a need. I want him to evaluate our offense. I want to evaluate uh, you know our our program that that we're doing and and, and be that consultant for me. Uh, and, and then obviously you know uh, help us with planning you know as we get to the fall. Doug, the league. Uh, this week approved a change to the postseason format. An additional team reaches the playoffs in each conference. With that, only the number one seed in the postseason has a bye week. Your thoughts on the new format moving forward? You better be the number one seed. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it, it is exciting. Obviously, it. Uh, I think uh, – uh, if, if it were in place last year, I believe the Rams uh, would have been the seventh seed, I think, uh, last year. And I think possibly the Steelers and the AFC would have been the seventh seed, something like that. So um, it, it makes it a little more exciting, obviously. Uh, it gives an opportunity for, for, for really, you know, not only more teams, but, but every team now has a, has a shot to be in that, you know, the top seven in their, in their conferences. Um, the importance of, you know, your schedule and, and winning games. Um, I, I look back to, you know, the last couple of seasons. Yes, we did make the postseason, and that's that is our goal to be in the postseason. But um, you got to win as many games as you can, not only in your conference but also out of your conference to put you in a better position uh, in the postseason. But you know, it's it's uh, it, it, it's going to be exciting. It does change the landscape of of obviously the postseason, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Doug, you look good. You sound like you've got great energy. Um... Uh, I know it's very difficult times. Uh, any parting messages for Eagles fans who are, you know, really, really 
nervous as we all are and uh, excited at the same time for the 2020 season to begin? Well, you know, first of all, to the fans, uh, just continue to, to to follow the guidelines that are in place, you know, by our, by our obviously, you know, state and local governments, our federal government, the social distancing, I think is obviously uh, it's real. Uh, the, this virus is real. Um, and, and just protect yourself. Stay safe. Obviously continue. If you're looking for things to watch besides obviously those shows that we mentioned, go back and watch the 2017 season. Go back and watch, you know, highlights of that year. Go back and watch the Super Bowl. Um, and, and, and you can uh, get that enthusiasm back. And, and really the 2020 season, you know, we are still continuing to, to gear up for that. And, and we're going to continue to add value and talent, and, you know, to our roster. Um, our, our players are excited. The ones I've had a chance to, to kind of, you know, speak to this off season and, I can't wait for that day we get back in Novacare and, and uh, as they say, boots on the ground and, and, and get going for the 2020 season. Yeah, it's uh, it seems like forever. Long, long month of March. Seems like forever since we were back at Novacare. Really, you, you, if anybody ever takes it for granted, this is a reminder to never take anything for granted because every day when we walk in there, it's just a, a really an amazing experience, right? You, we agree with that. Yeah, totally agree with that, and and you appreciate every day that that uh, you know you get to get up and, and go to work and, and and work for a great organization like the Philadelphia Eagles, and um, you know you can't you can't take anything for granted, and um, you know I, I think if anything this this heightens the awareness um, you know around around us uh, every single day, but you can't take it for granted, obviously, and uh, you know uh, we got to continue to stay safe and and uh, move forward. Doug, thank you so much for taking time with me today. Good luck uh, getting ready for the 2020 draft, and uh, let's keep building this roster. Let's get ready for 2020. Well, thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me today. And uh, yeah, we're going to continue to do that. Continue to push forward. And uh, as I mentioned, we're going to we're going to we're going to get through this draft. We got great resources, obviously, to uh, to help our roster and uh, to help us uh, get better. So, looking forward to that. Doug, thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Eagles fans, thanks so much for joining here on the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Thanks to Ray Doyle, Peter Kelly for their great work putting this together and promoting it. We've had wonderful audiences. Thank you all so much for being part of it and for giving us your thoughts on the podcast. A five-star review is always appreciated. I'm back on Friday, one-on-one with the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz. Until then... Thanks, everyone, for joining me. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro saying have yourselves a great Eagles day. Fly, Eagles, fly. And everybody, be safe and sound out there.